like high pitched on the radio. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Reflex Blue Show. I'm your host Donovan Beery, and I have with me the guys at Round and Round and Round because there's three of you. So it's the three rounds we were discussing this earlier. Yeah. Round and Round and Round. Yeah, I think that works. They can go on to infinity if needed. Yes. Yeah, that is true. And, and what's the website? Because there's a lot of rounds in the website, right? I think it's roundandround.co. Is it? Mm-hmm. But you can also get there by going round and round and round and round and round dot co. There's like a the most difficult way you can get there. <laughs> is it still a way? Path to destruction. I think it's round and round and round and round dot co. Yeah. Okay, and you guys, this that's all, up on the door, right in the heart of Dundee. <laughs> we're we're right, quite, right, right in the middle of Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, we're quite quite brand aware. We don't even know our our URL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is, roundandround.co. That works. We do have a sign though. <laughs> yeah, there is a sign. <laughs> okay, and there's some decals. Because for a while we were operating under the name the Dundee Tailor and Boutique. Mm-hmm. And we just left the sign up, so we got lots of tailor. Now, now if I remember right, Johnny's Steakhouse in Omaha was actually just like a Johnny's. They, they did the same. They couldn't afford at the time. I think they might have opened during the depression, and they just left the Johnny's on the side of the building when they opened up the steakhouse because really? it was That's like a, a deli or something. I and think it just kind of became that. You guys could have. <laughs> like, we could have done it. Yeah. You guys could have been the tailor design company. We were like that for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. Tailoring to your needs. And I know you guys did. You guys did keep track of how many people came in to look for tailoring compared to design. And I think tailoring won. Way more. Way more. <laughs> it was no. Actually, it was how many tailor pop ins we had versus how many pieces of mail we got. Mm. And so. This came out of a discussion with <laughs> John Henry Muller as a as a neat thing to keep tabs of, and so I think it was like sixty to three, yeah, in like a couple months. Yeah, wow, pretty bad. I mean, still like, only sixty tailor poppins. That's not a much, like, yeah. that much to start a business. Of well, that's why the tailors. Like, that's why the tailors. <laughs> that's why the tailors not there. Right. But Jake is a good seamstress now, which yeah. is probably more important. Yeah. Well, with that, I guess we should. We got Jake Welcher. Yeah, hello, Justin Kemmerling. Hello. You guys were on the show a couple of years ago. We talked yes. about some of the work you guys did for the Obama campaign yes. from four years ago. Yes. And supposedly there's like an election going on now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, a train wreck going on. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> there's something like that going on. And then and then we got Adam Casey out. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm the new guy. Did you open now. this yet? You should open it. We'll try. <sighs> oh, look, look, this like designer thing, right? You yeah. have to drink this stuff. Mm. It doesn't really have a taste. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just—it's just flavored water. Yeah, you know, it's bubbles. This is my first one. <laughs> I was expecting I something different. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's refined. Yeah. Like you can't be over the top with it. Sure, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I mean, you'd lose its sophistication. This is how we approach design. Yeah, <laughs> this is how we talk when we're talking about graphic design. <laughs> with with the accent, or that's just natural. We don't all have a, have a great accent like yourself. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I have an accent from Australia. It's an Australian accent. I picked it up while I was living there um, my entire life. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys have accents too, so that's fine. Yeah. Americans. American accents. Gosh. Pressing Midwestern accent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's charming. <laughs> Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, but I can, people don't understand me sometimes, so I have to do an American accent. So Usually in drive-thrus. You know, drive-thrus. Swing it a little Swing bit. It. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. 
So, so what's round and round up to lately? Now, now you guys, are, is it a co-working space? Because you say you, you yeah. ebb and flow like the size of it. So does everyone here run their own business? Or do you guys actually all work as round and round? Like, like how does how does the co-working space work and how is it working out for you so far? Yeah. We're all our own independent entities. And so Adam Casey does his own stuff. Jake Welcher does his own stuff. Justin Kemmerling does his own stuff. Which makes we... sense of why you don't care necessarily what the round and round yeah. co is. <clears throat> True. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, we won't hold that against you guys. <laughs> we can afford to be a little, yeah, flippant with that, yeah. potentially. So yeah, and then when we need to, we'll work together on bigger projects like websites or other collateral pieces. Print. We do some print stuff. We do mostly web stuff. But and then, and far as far as co-working goes, uh, we have an open desk that sometimes people come in and work out of every now and then. Mm-hmm. Okay. So very loose. Not not a structured business. People think it is. And what was what was the idea behind this? Because you guys all have like basically one man shop. What was the idea behind the? Hey, actually, let's get let's get a tailor shop and start doing some of that on the side and, and, <laughs> and hanging out and then working tailor right next to the Dundee Dell, making alterations. Um, yeah, I I think when I had moved back from Chicago, I was freelancing for I don't know probably a year, and I know Justin was working out of his house. We had worked on projects together and always kind of thought of like, hey, what if we had a space where we just could get away from the office, the home office every day? That was the initial idea. It kind of it was an ongoing conversation for about a year, probably. Uh-huh. And then out of nowhere, I just started looking and you know to kind of get a gauge on what what an office costs in Omaha. Um, we had looked in Benson for a while, which. Benson at the time was like booming, so it wasn't doable. And we found this little spot in Dundee, which actually has been, as far as like restaurants and things to do um, around the neighborhood, especially with clients, it's turned out to be really great. So, and that was, let's see, we've been in there for two years. There is something nice about actually having an office where you walk out of it and there's actually things around it. Yes. Rather than the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yes. The yes. neighborhood aspect is, is huge. It's, it's right. key. It's key. How do, how do you, what do you think about where you are? I mean, in terms of, because you, now you have a lot of stuff. Well, there always has been. I mean, there are there are like 30 restaurants within a two-block radius yeah. of this. Yeah. <clears throat> like, because we can go across the footbridge, you have the furniture mart, mm-hmm. you, have, you have everything here, you go across, you know, we're on the corner of Pacific, we're, we're just right next to the corner of Pacific and 72nd. There is not a, a shortage of anything yeah. going on here. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of how Dundee has proven itself to be that way. And we've had a couple of new restaurants come in, which are nice. We were sticking to the Bulldog every Friday. The French Bulldog used to be there, gone. <laughs> now we're talking about food, but even, basically, even we couldn't support. Yeah, what I'm getting at is that it's just been really nice to get out of the home office. Um, I was bad about. Taking long lunches, maybe nap or two, <laughs> working with my dog. Um, but it's proven itself to be pretty good because we've been able to collaborate on a lot of projects together and actually kind of give it a front. How is, has that affected your own personal design work, like being by other people as compared to just working out of the house? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it's... Oh, because you're... How long... No, Adam, how long have you been with the, hanging out at the Round and Round? Um, for a year. So... And I was... I was kind of around earlier on, like, talking to these guys about doing it then, but I kind of took a year and um, worked at Hayneedle for a year before coming in to being full-time with these guys. Mm-hmm. So, and, is that, and has that helped you with your own creative process, like, being with the other guys? Yeah, I think I kind of, like, even with 
design, I'm, I get a little bit competitive. So seeing what they're doing kind of makes me want to do just as good, if not better than them. So therefore it's like stepped up even what I'm doing and the potential where I'm at now as a designer. So, and then just like seeing what they're doing and just sort of absorbing everything because from day to day helps as well. Like there's things that I would never have thought of doing that I see these guys do and I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's good to sort of be around that sort of inspiration as well. And maybe jealousy is the wrong word, but I'm definitely very envious of some of the stuff that I've seen over the past year and where I want to be as a designer. Well, I see that a lot. You're even... lucky. And yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> just <enough>. just. <laughs> but that goes a lot. Even, even when you go when you go to any see any students, like yeah. they, you you start to get in your own mindset. You don't really see anything outside of your own classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and all of a sudden when you go to some event and you see the other schools, you're like, oh, maybe our stuff isn't as good, or maybe we're not doing as much as we could be, mm-hmm. or there's other stuff. So I could I could see that also being the case. Yeah, and like I teach up at UNO, so. Sometimes I'm leaving the office with the mindset of working with these guys, and then I get there, and then I'm teaching students. So a lot of the times, like I hold those students to the same standards. So it's kind of good to be in, go from being inspired, but then go work with students to help inspire them. But also the you know the other way around, like where they're young and enthusiastic, kind of helps me keep my drive also. Yeah, that actually wanting wanting to do the work is, is, is important a lot of times. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to be right back with the guys at Round and Round and Round and Round and Round and Round. So once, so once you got this office, this tailor, and, and you wanted to make people think that you weren't a tailor anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, I assume that's part of the goal. Like, like you got tired of, like, just doing inseams all day long. Yeah. Inseams and... Uh... Measuring. Yeah, we're very good at taking out suits and, and areas. And, no, that's horrible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My legs are kind of like a 29, so most pants don't come in that. So it's nice to get the hands up. I was a Boy Scout. We had to learn how to sew. So, pretty good. Not going to lie. <laughs> Alright, well I, I got some I got some stuff I need to send back with you to get to get tailored up. That's but, fine. Right. But once once you wanted to do this, how, what what was it like? You're like, hey, we got an office, but we're not really we're running three different firms. Mm-hmm. Was the idea to, to sell the round and round because you want to sell it as a co working space, but but also how do you brand for that when you actually have multi multiple firms inside of one business that yeah. may or may not hem my pants? <laughs> it started it always was like we saw it as a project. So, I mean, we had like a little workshop to come up with. Jake and myself did about before we were officially working there as to like what this space would be. Like, is it a co-working space? Does it have a name? Does it have an idea or a brand of some kind? And so we spent two days working on that and sort of had our vision for what the space could end up being as just like a, a self-initiated side project in a way. It's like we have our own work that we're doing, so like that space is gonna be used for us to you know, execute and do that work, but then as the space exists, like it was just a fun sort of canvas in a way to, I mean, it's a very inspiring space if you are lucky enough to have been there. I know Donovan, you yeah, have swung we, by. We, we have visited, we have yeah, it's great originally space. trying to get some shirts fixed, but. <laughs> Ended up finding you guys there instead. Yeah, we talked about uh, putting up a shirt rack, 
and just alone waiting for somebody to stop by and be like, yeah, I dropped that jacket off two years ago, <laughs> and I never got it back. Let's see. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Totally interrupted. <laughs> I mean, tracked. <laughs> it has been a nice distraction, but yet constructive usage of time because one of the things that we did was we made a, a promotional video for the space where it was it starred me and Jake dressed in all black shouting us a white background where we um, it was uh, basically we destroyed a printer and it was like a minute and a half video we just we really let this printer have it it was giving me problems personally and like things that it would choose not to print so we decided to take out our angst on this printer and that became like a promotional video. So it's like the space is like an excuse to put some of these random weird ideas into a nicer context. Destroy a printer, have a funny website. We used to do these things where we would keep track of all of the like weekly highlights from what happened in the past five days. And I'd get home on a Saturday morning and make a little uh, typography poster of like what happened um, just to kind of document everything so we have like a weekly catalog of all this stuff and then we made a book out of it so it's been a nice sort of fun exercise of just doing stuff that we'd want to do and may not have necessarily like you know we don't do a lot of books so we want to do some book Let's I mean I, I find there's a huge like I have to have some way to do these weird things mm -hmm. like is have you found that by, by creating this thing, it's given you that, that excuse that you maybe not have, and how has that affected your actual work? Yeah, I think so. It's made the work weirder, which has also been good. Yeah. So it, it loosens it up, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I think we're always thinking of like little things we can do, and I, I'm sure any smaller firm that's starting out, opening their office, always does that, and I'm sure you have. I mean, all of the frames, all the posters you have hanging up, thinking about what you can do, okay, let's get this new shelf and get all these different toys and we're kind of in the same scenario it's like okay we want to build out part of the loft in the office we want to maybe get some new desks like that just ongoing thought instead of sitting at the computer all day just thinking about the work has helped a lot I think one of the things to touch on too is the fact you know we did that video where we smashed the printer but realistically it's, it's like symbolism for life in a normal office we all have gone through the stages of a normal office, whether it be an ad agency or an in-house job, and we just kind of got fed up with that. So the idea was to work somewhere where, where we wanted to be every day and, you know, Sunday night rolls around and we're not dreading Monday morning. The other thing that it kind of brings is like, you know, you don't always get to do the things you want to do, you know, from clients. So being able to just translate whatever it is that you want to do creatively into a round and round sort of parameters or whatever, you know, using the text within itself that allows you to kind of be creative and get some of that stuff out without, and you know that it's going to actually do something functional and not just do it to sit on your computer and just do it. So that's kind of like a nice sort of thing, like creative outlet that it has brought about. So how does, how do people like, like you have an extra desk, how do people go about like saying, Hey, we, we want to, hang out on this extra desk and help destroy printers? Like, is there application processes? Is, well, there, just, is there just cash in an envelope? Basically. <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we had ideas for, like, a formal process, and, you know, that kind of goes out the window. And basically we get a lot of emails just asking, hey, you know, is there a day that I can come in this week, next week, or, or kind of on a regular system? And we've had a few people that have done, like, once a week. Um, we give them little punch cards and... Uh, 
that's kind of a fun little process. But full-time desk includes a monitor, keyboard, mouse, um, and you have, a, have to commit to at least six months. And, you know, we, we shoot to have those people kind of fit in with what we're doing um, and probably be on your own as well. So there are kind of two different approaches, the pop-in approach and then another full-time okay. person. So <laughs> The pop-ins are nice. The pop-ins are nice. It's good to have someone just come in and bring a different kind of energy or whatever to the to the office just for a few days or you know a couple of days a week or whatever it is. We get sick of each other, so... Yeah, it's good to have another, another personality in the room yeah. sometimes. So, but you don't normally get right. Like you don't normally get that anywhere else you work. Like just some random person coming in to work, bringing something completely new and different. Oh, coming into work, like or just random people just coming in and hanging out, sleeping on your floor. Well, that's too. Oh. We can if you want to stop by, Donovan. We can do. Okay. That. Yeah, if you want to nap, there's a good cow. Eleven nineteen. Looking for a place to crash. That's really what I'm <laughs> eleven nineteen Dundee office. I think that would be awesome. More than one. The, the satellite office <laughs> branch. Yeah, I don't I don't live in that area anymore. Like moved out west like a year and a half ago, so I, I need an excuse to get back to Dundee sometimes. The couch is very long, so it's like you can really stretch out. Good, because I'm not that tall. It's I don't a long need, I don't need an extra get, like, couch. Extend your arms above your head, feet, and you would like still fit. Just like yeah. a twelve footer. There's a lot of Instagram pictures I think taken from that couch too, but you don't have Instagram, so... No! <laughs> am I, what am I missing by not being on Instagram? I'm just on Facebook and Twitter Nothing right now. much, man. <laughs> I feel like most of the people... I feel like I get a lot of Instagram photos show up in my Facebook feed anyway. Am I missing yeah. things by not being on Instagram itself? It's just another time waster. <laughs> okay. Well, I've got enough of those. You've always not been on? It wasn't like, oh, they rebranded, and you're like, that is it. I hate that brand. <laughs> this doesn't and have therefore, I am off. I don't, I don't believe I've ever, I've ever signed up. Okay, yeah. I've clicked on some people's things on Instagram, so I've seen it, but I've never done enough to be like, I need an account. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you have Stay Dribble? Away. No. Stay away. But I've, we've talked about <clears throat> Dribble few times and, and um i don't really share anything till it's done yeah and dribble is fan i mean the things i've seen where people do really well is they show like in process stuff mm-hmm. am, yeah. I, am i wrong here no that's i, I mean i think really that's what cool. it was originally intended for and, and i think that's wonderful i just yeah. don't share anything till it's done i'm not sure if anyone actually does that anymore but do they i think most people wait till they're done use it as a portfolio kind of linking to other things yeah uh dribble mm-hmm Instagram though, yeah, I I like taking photos the most. I mean, yeah. I'll have my lengthy philosophical political rants every now and then, but <laughs> like uh, consistently. Then I guess there's Twitter. I like Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Like I would much rather have taken a picture of Jake on your chair and then put that on Instagram and shared it with everyone, so they could then also share in the visual experience <laughs> than just tweeting at Beeries. You know, that that to me is. Maybe I'm a visually, visually motivated person, so... You're a photographer. That could have something to do with it. Yeah, so there is that, of course. Yeah. Like being able to just do that all the time. Okay. Yeah. And I've got kids, so i got to put as much... <laughs> kids <laughs> <laughs> as Anyway, continue, sorry. No, that's fantastic. Okay, we're going to be right back for one final segment with uh, Round and Round. And Round. And how many, how many do we have again? Co. It's a co. It's a co. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
So you guys say you collaborate a lot of times. The one thing I've seen is, you know, you get a bunch of designers together and they want to collaborate, but sometimes it's like they don't know how because it's like, what do you do that I don't do or aren't, aren't we just doing the same work? Like, I kind of need that work to make money. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why would I find my work up to you? when We're I not in it for the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no. <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know, Justin, you... You speak to this very well. well. I think you should. So being in Dundee and having a physical place in Omaha, which we didn't have before, has helped a lot with like just getting more Omaha-based clients that are the type of projects that we like to do. We do a lot of like nonprofit, political things, art, art organizations that we work with, and so like we worked with our neighbors across the street, um, the Omaha Healthy Kids Alliance, on a website project that involved like photography. So Adam does some photography, and we did a little bit of video for that. Jake took the web development reins, and I did the design, and we all worked fulfilling different sort of skill sets uh, independently, and then we could sort of, you know, keep track as the project moved forward together since we're all in the same place. And that has kind of been a good way to work on sort of similar like even with here Nebraska stuff that we work with, Adam and I collaborated on like initial concepting phases for a design and then one of us will execute that further um, and just kind of take off little parts of a project or specific like tasks for a project that need to happen and we'll split it up that way. Or even when it comes to just doing design stuff. Yeah, even in the conceptual phase where you know there may be more than one solution, this way we can divide it up and do a concept each of it so we're getting the three different perspectives also, which then the client can decide which was the best way to do it. So that also has like helped move forward with a lot of big projects. Um, we've done that a couple of times now. Yeah, and it's like, um, it's a, it being a nice space, like clients do like to just come and hang out and have their meetings there. The Omaha Community Foundation usually comes and has meetings there and we're talking about some of the web projects and branding projects that we're doing. So it's a good time, always hanging out. Good ideas live there, or generated there, right? <laughs> so that's our new tagline. Yeah. It does beat the, we will have your pants. Yeah. Or like, hey, we can meet in my living room. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's all. And, and, I, and I've always said for years, you know, the advantage of the office is if it's messy, people think you're working hard. And if your home's messy because you're working hard, you're a slob. Yeah. That's so a great point. You have this double standard that, that works uh -huh. to your favor when you actually have a business office. Yeah. Yeah. And both are messy right now. <laughs> but one of them makes you look good. One of them makes me look good. Um, yeah. I think I think that's that's a good thing to to mention is just the the Omaha type projects that we've done, like Omaha Creative Institute here in Nebraska, obviously Omaha Healthy Kids Alliance. One Omaha. One Omaha. We did some work for them. Yeah, very much Omaha. I think we all tend to stand behind that and knowing that it's kind of a nonprofit world. We work, you know, can work with rates that are that can fluctuate. Just knowing that we're fluctuates a nice word for that. I like, yeah, I like the sound. It's of that. well, just getting being able to get behind the work that you know we want to do has been really nice, and I think we all are willing to work that way. So it's yeah. been been good. We've gotten better talking about money so we can have those conversations and sort of see where things land with this particular client based on the project, based on how much maybe we believe in said project, and mm -hmm. kind of go from there. No, and that's always a trick. 
that's always a tricky balance because you you have you're dealing with nonprofits and you're dealing with political um, or you know mm-hmm. action based Cause companies stuff. causes you you do have to at one time have the money discussion even if there's not much or very little yep. money actually there yeah and whether that organization finds out from you if it's a rate they don't like or someone else I mean they're gonna find it out. And it's not they're, just they're it's not just your money. They, I assume you have to yeah. have the money for like, hey, if we do these things, can you actually implement them? Mm-hmm. That's that's another good, yeah, a good topic to touch on too. Is <laughs> oh, this doesn't include printing <laughs> or web development. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's you know everybody should be able to have that conversation. And if it's not in your range or it's something that we can work with, that's always yeah, always good. But you always want to do nice things for nice people, so it's kind of, I think there's a give and take there, right? Like yeah. You want to be making sure that you work with the people who you've had similar ideals to and things like that, the way you want to use your design and its execution. You know, do you want to be selling furniture or, you know, helping people do better in the community? That's probably the latter over the um, monetary value of it. Yeah, but we've all done our fair share of working for free or close to nothing, so those days maybe are behind us. But we like to at least know how to talk about the proper, you know, I mean, the value of design, but yet also making sure that it's accessible for organizations that need it. No, that's that's fantastic. Well, Justin, Jake, Adam, thank you very much for being on the show. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having us. The Reflex Blue Show with Donovan Murray is hosted at 36point.com. Music by Dustlab. Find out more at myspace.com slash dustlab. Dustlab.